When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. That's right, peeps. Coming to you live and proud. Proud of my life. I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud that I've made it this far without any pregnancies in my life, which is a true, and no STDs. I've made it that far as well. No divorces. Um, a shitload of broken hearts and debt. <laughs> Haven't made it this far without any of that. On both ends, my heart's been broken. Other people's hearts have been broken because I guess I'm a heartbreaker. What do you want from me, people? Huh? What do you want from me? I'm a human being, okay? I'm a fucking human being with this Sharp Tongue podcast. I'm standing here in my kitchen. Um, Carlin is eating a bone that is filling the apartment with a fecal matter smell. It it doesn't even smell like fecal matter. The bone smells like a dead body. Well, because it is. It's a bone. (laughs) You fucking idiot. He's happy as hell. We got reunited after me being away this weekend. Um, I was in Utah. I was at Wise Guys in Utah. Thank you for everybody who came out. The Jess America tour is still alive. You guys are so uh, supportive and, and crazy. I was at the Wise Guys in, in, in Utah, and the next time I'm going to be on the road, I'm going to be at the Funny Bone in Manchester, Connecticut, East Coast. What up? Holler at your girl. Hootie hoo. Uh, May 29th, 30th, and 31st, the last weekend of May at the Funny Bone in Manchester, Connecticut, bringing the Jess America tour live to use Connecticuts. Connecticuts. <laughs> Coming to Connecticut. May 29th, 30th, 31st, weighing in at 120 pounds, Jesse May Peluso. Yeah, so please come out. You can get tickets at jessemay.com. You can get tickets if you Google Funny Bone Manchester Connect a Cunt and find out whatever their website is and get tickets from there. Uh, the shows in Utah were crazy. Um, uh, there was a heckler at the show. Here, here's the thing, girls. If you go out to a comedy show, and men too, um, but if you go to a comedy show and you're not used to the etiquette and what you're supposed to do as an audience member, don't fucking talk to the comedians unless they engage you first. Now, I like to talk to the audience once in a while, so when I talk to you engage you, there's some level of response that is expected depending on what and how I engage you. In these shows in Utah... I had Marcella Arguello opening for me again, as I do whenever I can get her on the road with me. Um, she was on the stage, and some drunk girls kept talking. I don't know, you, you can get a martini. I don't want to fucking, I can't hear the calories. So loud. 
And she tried to, you know, ignore, ignore. And then they were screaming at her. They said, we're not here to see you. We want to see Jessie Mae. Please never do that as an audience member uh, coming to my show or any show that you go to. Unless you're being engaged by the comedians, keep your mouths shut and enjoy the show. But she handled it. Marcella handled it, handled it properly. And the bitches still were talking when I was on stage. I went up on stage and she was still talking. And she said, I don't want to fucking listen to Marcel. I came to see you. And I was like, okay, well, shut your fucking mouth. How about that? How about enjoy the show? I, I'm, I, everybody pays to come see a comedy show. Keep your trap shut. And you wonder why men say women talk too much. Sometimes you men get heckly too. Everybody just enjoy the show. And some girl was recording the show on her cell phone, which is another thing that you just don't do as an audience member. I, I'll never understand that. It's like there's a live show going on in front of you. And you're like, no, no, no. Let's look at it through the smaller screen. Let's not enjoy the live show. Let's look at it through the smaller screen. How about that? How about we don't enjoy the moment? Nobody wants to enjoy the moment. Everybody's too busy capturing it and taping it. So just don't do that. Just enjoy it, man. Live in the moment. There's too much documentation of the moment and less experience. Just experience it live. Um, I, I <laughs> there also was a lady breastfeeding. Well, I don't know. Maybe Utah, you guys are full of fucking Mormons. I, it was in West Valley City, Utah. Maybe because you guys out there, there's a lot of restrictions on your life. Maybe because you live a traditional lifestyle uh, that you act out a little bit more, you know, kind of like the Mennonites when they get the rump spring, you know, the Amish, a, a sect of the Amish, the, the children of, the, I think it's Mennonites, it's either Amish or Mennonites, are allowed, when they're 16, they're allowed rump spring, which is when they can go outside of their community to experience the quote-unquote live world to see if they want to ostracize themselves from their their Amish community or be immersed in the worldly community. Maybe that's what it's like in, in Utah. You guys are so, you know, uh, you feel too, I don't know, shut off from the world that you feel like you have to act out when you go to these comedy shows. But this lady was breastfeeding. I wasn't grossed out. I was mesmerized, you know by how great her boobies looked, and then I felt guilty because there was a child feeding from them, a four-month-old. Shout out to Katie. <laughs> Shout out to Katie, the four-month-old that was at my show. I couldn't believe it. That, that's like the youngest audience member I've ever had besides the sperm that are in men's balls. That's as young as you can go, but I mean, a four-month-old? I was, I was like... I didn't know how to comprehend it. And then I, I told the parents I was sorry because I was pretty sure that baby's first word was going to be, you know, f labia or something horrible. Fuck. I, I just couldn't believe the baby, the lady was breastfeeding a baby. The baby was so young, it didn't even have like neck strength. You know, when babies are so young, their heads are just wobbling all over the place. Katie didn't have any neck muscles yet. She's out at a comedy show. Shout out to you guys. The father's name was Josh. I can't remember the mother's name, but the baby's name was Katie. The mother was beautiful. You guys were great. Thank you for showing me your tits in the first row and bringing Katie to the show. I hope she had a good time. <laughs> Let me know what her favorite joke is. Let me know what her first word is. 
Um, I, I did something really embarrassing on the plane when I was flying to Utah. There was a guy that sat next to me. And as a comedian, we're, we're just assholes. We're assholes. We're constantly looking for material and just ways to make fun of things because we're so tormented and, and, and uh, dark. <laughs> but this guy was sitting next to me, and he fell asleep on the plane, and I took a photo of him of me and him. I put it on Snapchat. I don't know if anybody caught that. Uh, I'm on Snapchat. It's Jesse Mae Peluso. I, I post a lot of crazy shit on there. I love Snapchat. I feel safe because it goes away, even though you bastards are screen grabbing everything. Um, I feel semi-safe. Uh, so I took a picture of me, a selfie of me and the guy in the background with his mouth wide open. And I put it on Snapchat. And then when we landed, I opened my phone, and it was the photo was right there, and he saw it, <laughs> and I broke into a sweat. It's amazing how fast your body can react. I got so nervous, I broke into a fucking upper lip sweat. I'm like, oh, that's God, this guy is going to think I'm such an asshole, and he's right. He's probably thinking, this bitch, I'm working a double, taking this flight so I can see my family in between my work week, whatever the hell he does for a living, and I can't take a nap without this bitch snapping a picture of me with my mouth open in a very unflattering position. Oh, and I put it on Facebook, and somebody tagged someone in it, and I'm wondering if it's really the guy, because it looked like him. Whoever tagged this dude, I went to his, his homepage, and it looked like him, and I was like, oh, man, I, got, I can't do anything. But now it makes me want to do more so people can tag their friends. <laughs> so go to my Snapchat. I'm going to be taking pictures of random people. And if you know them, t you know, tag them on Facebook. I'll post it on Facebook, too. Um, that was insane. I'm just such an asshole. It's what I do to entertain myself. I mean, what do you want from me? What do you, what do you fucking expect? We're complete animals. I'm an animal. I'm a monster. But I'm so cute. I mean, come on. How cute am I on a scale of 1 to 10? Don't fucking lie. I'm a 10. Maybe a 4. Okay, I'm a 2. But honestly, I feel like a 10. Um, I, I promised you guys a couple weeks ago to do a Girl Code episode, and then I deleted it on accident. What a dumb fuck I am. I just i am still working with this podcast equipment. It's beyond me. Some of the technology is just, there's too many buttons. There's like 75 fucking buttons on this little machine. Um, so I accidentally deleted that interview I did with Laura Murphy, who is the director of Girl Code. And I also had to delete everything else because it, had, it was pertaining to her episode. Um, but everyone's been asking me why I left Girl Code. If you don't know me at this point, I am a stand-up comedian that got some... Uh, fame, whatever you want to call it, from doing Girl Code, which was a show on MTV. It's still on MTV. And I was on it for two seasons, the first and second season. And all my fans have been asking me why I left. Because, uh, you know, there wasn't anything mentioned about that. I, I didn't say anything about when I left because I, I just wanted to wait for the right time. And now I think Girl Code is taping their fourth season. And I wish all the girls luck. And, you know, that show... That show changed my life. That show put me on the map as far as having a platform to showcase a little bit of my comedy and who I am as a person and what I believe in, my thoughts, my fears, all of that. You know, everything I said on Girl Code was something that I felt or experienced or really believed. You know, some of it is exaggerated for a comedic purpose, but I try to keep it as real as I could because I knew stand-up was 
and is my bread and butter and it, it never I won't ever neglect it so I interjected my jokes onto the show because I wanted girls when they came out to see me to have some sort of point of reference and it's worked out really great and I, and I feel very fortunate that you guys regardless of me not being on girl code have continued to support me and have continued to come out to the shows and you know come with me on this journey that is my career and stick by me and your support means everything to me um you you guys are the reason I do this you're the reason I perform besides my mom and dad and my family Uh, I do it for the fans and having fans I, I don't take that for granted so I feel very very fortunate to be able to continue this career and and take it into different directions and I left girl code I'm not going to get into the details because I don't want there to be any bad blood between me and my experience on a show that put me on the map that's just not smart business so I'm not going to get into the semantics of what exactly went down because I don't want to make anybody look bad but I will say that it was a very difficult decision for me it didn't come easy. It, it basically making that decision to depart Girl Code meant that I had to move away from New York City. And I lived there for almost 10 years. That was where I, st- I didn't start comedy there. I started comedy in Boston, but that's where I, you know, performed. I was hitting the pavement and I did my own shows. I did open mics. I produced shows on my own. I traveled to shitty gigs and I did audition after audition, and you know New York is where I got my start, really, um, and got the taste of comedy and, and got addicted to comedy in, in New York. And it was d- very difficult to leave that. Um, bec- so I left Girl Code, and I went with E. I was with E Network for a year. And <laughs> I moved to L.A. because E is based in L.A. Um, e you know, is famous for the Kardashians and E! News and and talk soup with um, Joel McHale, which is a hilarious show. Uh, I I was with them for a year, and then when I signed with E, Chelsea Lately decided to leave. There was a switch in executives. Somebody got fired, somebody quit, and then Joan Rivers passed away, which was difficult for everybody. I still can't believe that she passed away. Um, And, you know, there was just all these shifts at MTV and I'm sorry at E and literally right when I get there all these things happen so E was so focused on putting out all these fires and just trying to patch up all the holes in their network that all the pilots I shot I shot four different pilots with them it just was very difficult for them to sort of figure out their programming so I you know had a difficult time there but E was such a great network to work for I felt very um, supported, and I felt safe there, and I I felt like I was a part of a community. Um, So we parted amicably, and now I'm a free agent. Now I'm, you know, I've developed a few show ideas, and I'm out on the circuit in L.A. pitching them to different networks and trying to find my next home. It's not easy. This career is not easy. You know, it doesn't matter how successful you are, how, what, what stage you are in your career. You have to be able to handle all sorts of situations and one of them being rejection that happens to everybody everybody gets rejected and you have to be able to persevere through that and and be able to 
maintain your focus and, and not get jaded or disheartened by the rejection. And so I am lucky that I have a good team of people around me that keeps me from shooting myself in the foot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's been a crazy time now that I'm a free agent. I'm just out working on pitching my own shows and I'm working on this podcast for you guys. I've been working on a book. Um, so Girl Code, even though I'm not on it anymore, I still hold it dear to my heart. I still talk to Carly. Carly and I had our tour together last year and we're still very close. We just FaceTimed yesterday. Um, I miss Carly Aquilino. She's one of the stars of Girl Code. Uh, she's, she's my boo. So I'm not, even though I'm off the show, I'm not too far from it. Uh, Laura Murphy, who is who I interview in this particular episode, I will interview Carly, so stay tuned for that. Her interview will probably be in June. But Laura Murphy, the director of Girl Code, and one of my closest friends, um, she is staying with me in L.A., and we recorded an episode uh, interview last night. We had a couple bottles of wine, and we just talked, and I had it you know, shit that I wanted to talk to her about, but we ended up talking about one subject the whole time. And I can't believe we were able to talk about this one subject for a fucking hour. But that just goes to show you that real friendship is, it's, 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 it's evident that we're really good friends because we were able to talk about one thing for an hour. Um, I don't think you can do that with somebody you really don't know unless you have good chemistry with them. And her and I have always had great chemistry, and she knows how to get the funny out of people. She's an amazing director. She's funny herself. Um, you got to check her out. She's best Laura ever. That is her handle on social media. And I hope you enjoy my interview with my boo thing, Laura Murphy. <laughs> Flemmy cheese. This episode brought to you by cheese. I don't care what vegans say. I'm going to stuff my face full of cheese. It makes me happy and my butthole talks. <laughs> Everything should be sponsored by cheese. <laughs> my life is sponsored by cheese. Oh my God. I can't, I can't, I'm still not over the fact that I erased our episode. I know. <clears throat> that was like, 40 minutes of important time that we can't get back <laughs> i'm such an asshole oh god and it was like one of those things like i saw it on the machine the the little zoom machine that i have here and i pushed the delete button i went oh no oh you actually deleted it on the machine oh, not while oh, you were yeah. uploading it or something yeah because i'm in the habit of because i do the episodes every week so this only holds so much information so uh. i del i looked at it and i deleted it after i had sent liz Where's the delete button? Uh, it's it's you have to scroll through the whole thing and then you literally have to choose it. So I literally so went you through worked for it yeah. and I worked for it for, to delete it. But I the funny thing is that I had everything else set up. Right. I had the intro, the outro, everything. And then Liz, my assistant who puts all this together for me, was like, hey, where's the interview? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was on my way to Roscoe's Chicken oh. and Waffles. Have you ever been to Roscoe's yes. Chicken and Waffles? Yes. I was on my way there, and I... I have a funny story about there. Actually. Okay, we'll have to talk about yeah. that. I realized I deleted it, and it was one of those things where I felt so much anger, but I just was like, you know what? Whatever. Somewhere in the street, I'm going to see a dude who's shitting his pants, 
hasn't talked to his family his whole probably doesn't even have any fucking family right and he has to ask for spare change all day long that's a worse day yeah than you can't be losing. upset about deleting a podcast <laughs> i can't no and i i remember i sent you a text message I was like hey our, our episode's yeah. gone i mean we'll never recover the magic of that episode <laughs> but i feel like we could create new magic we're on a different couch we're on two different chairs yeah we're now. on a different coast we're on a, i know because that was in new york now we're in yeah. la yeah and i was in your apartment now you're in mine and i was on leather and before and now you're on leather now, oh no we were both on leather no we were both on leather before yeah. and now you're on ikea i am but i well i love ikea i do too i, I put like that couch fabric. together myself I mean, what does it really take to put a couch together? <laughs> you put the four pillows on it? No, I literally, it came in eight pieces. Oh, really? I fucking hate Ikea. I, Fuck Ikea. I'm hoping your, I hope I, your couch can hold me. No, it will hold you, but it's just like... It's what, a, do you, what eight pieces go into a couch? That's what I'm saying. Like Four I, pillows, and then the body, and then the legs? Well, the arms... Oh, the arms were separate? Yeah, and you have to screw it from underneath, like some wow. sort of behemoth. That's impressive. That's actually really impressive then. I, it took me eight Sorry, hours. Sorry, I minimized it. Thank you for minimizing my single yeah. life. <laughs> this happens. That's what single girls do. They put couches together. It's yeah. so depressing. I just put some pillows on it. Wait, what happened at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? <laughs> oh, well, that was the end of the night. So <laughs> uh, we were, my ex and I were going to a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm trying to remember what concert it was. It might have been like David Gray. And Ray oh LaMontagne. Oh, Jesus. Did or. You, that's a concert I have to do coke at. I've never done coke, but I imagine falling asleep. Was some sort of singer-songwriter thing. <laughs> David Gray and Ray LaMontagne I think that's back. what it was. Yeah. Oof. If it, it, let's just say it was that. If it wasn't, it was something of that genre. So anyway, I had not been to the Hollywood Bowl before. I was super excited to go. So we did the thing where you can like order dinner. So in the boxes of the Hollywood Bowl, you can get tickets for those and then. You can get like a VIP experience, which is where you just order dinner and it comes in like a plastic container and, but a table is set up. So when you get to the box, there's a little table and your dinner's there. That's cute. It's super cute. And so I got whatever, salad, chicken Caesar salad or something. And then you can order a beer or wine. So I got a wine, one wine. And so we sat down and, um, You guys probably can't hear, but like every episode, Fozzie is having a heart attack in the background. So if you hear him, it he's sounds fine. sounds like we're like squeezing a baby. <laughs> like it sounds like I just want people to know that we're not. We're not physically abusing Fozzie. Yeah. He is having well, a heart like, attack. We're not smothering a baby. We're not smothering a baby. It's just a dog slowly it's dying. It's a dog sl- so slowly, so slowly dying. What a. Oh, poor Fozzie. She put the microphone up to Fozzie. I just wanted people to hear the noise. Oh, poor guy. I love Fozzie. All right. So back to I love Fozzie, but quit ruining my story. Um, die on your own time. No. So um, <laughs> so we're so we get the we get there we sit down and the wine is in what I now realize was um like a large pint size glass like oh, pl- disposable nice. cup. Beautiful. I have no frame of reference for how much wine a large. It was like a, if you get a large beer at a sporting event. That's, a, but that's full how of wine, white wine. It should come in a glass like that. So I didn't. I didn't know how much wine that actually was. But we sit down and we eat for like an hour before the concert starts. It's beautiful. It's nice out. It's warm. Talking. So I drink the whole 
pint-sized cup of wine. And then the concert starts, and I'm, like, caught up, and I... I think I got another wine, like maybe not another pint size, but like more wine. I wouldn't respect you if you didn't. Yeah, exactly. I was just in full mom mode. <laughs> so it turns out that those cups hold a bottle of wine. So I essentially drank a whole bottle of white wine in like two hours wow. by myself. Wow. Then got another glass and it hit me all at once. And all of a sudden I was super drunk. And I know because. Oh, God. We're at this, like, respectable singer-songwriter concert. There's all age groups. There are these women standing up in front of us who were, like, in their early 50s. And I was yelling, down in front, relaxed fit. Because <laughs> they're jeans? Yeah, just screaming at them because they were wearing relaxed fit jeans. <laughs> like, You're starting yelling a fight with mom About their jeans? About their jeans. <laughs> Sit down, relaxed fit. Just yelling. <laughs> like at a Hey Easy Riders. At a David Gray concert. So my ex is like, we're getting out of here. You're out of control. He, he I'm drunk out. on white wine like a mom, but yelling at moms. <clears throat> on the way out walking out of the place, people were like trying to pull out of the parking lot and I was like, You got it, you got it, keep going, like where they were gonna back into people. I was just being a <laughs> dick. I never get like even when I'm drunk, I don't get like that. I don't yeah, know what happened. I've never happened. seen you like that. It was like a weird white wine effect. So <laughs> That's a great movie. On the, yeah, I feel like the white uh, wine effect. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Dennis Quaid is in that we movie. We should make that movie. <laughs> the white wine effect. The white wine effect. But like one of those like real cheap, scary movies yeah. like uh, Blair Witch. Like what happens to your mom after hours. <laughs> yeah. Spritzer. <laughs> the sequel the sequel will be called spritzers, spritzers. the white wine effect too. spritzers <laughs> from hell <laughs> oh my god our moms will start in it god that's so good so um so then we left and as we were leaving i was starving because all i ate was a caesar salad and a bottle and a half of wine yeah that's and all so you had my ex was like um that's so annoying saying my ex over and over i'll just say no. so david which is his name was like um let's go to roscoe's chicken and waffles and at this point i had settled down a little so i was like yes that sounds awesome fill your I belly with never some been chicken there and waffles. And that sounds delicious oh so good and then we got there and before we went in he like grabbed me by the shoulders it was like you can't be this. You don't yell at people in there. Like, you can't be drunk in there. Yeah, you can't. Because we'll get killed. So stop being a weirdo drunk on white wine. Oh, God. And get it together. Oh, God. And I was so nervous then that I was going to be obnoxious. Because I'd already obviously tried to start a fight with 50-year-old moms. That I was like, so I just, I just like, I think that sobered me up. Like, it, that made me enough. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. I was more self-aware. And so then I actually did sit down and enjoy the waffles and chicken. <laughs> Never drank at the Hollywood Bowl again after that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't stop white wine. Well, now that I know how much those cups hold, now I'm like, all I want to do is drink white wine out of those giant glasses. That I think Starbucks came out with a, a glass, a dispose or a uh, portable, bigger than venti size thermos glass that holds a whole bottle of wine. You think, or you know for no, sure? No, I know. I definitely know. <laughs> and it's spill proof top. It's great for the beach. <laughs> I love you. Like I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know I'm why. I'm not sure, but there may be this thing at Starbucks. I don't know why I'm playing it cool. Yeah, why are you one. playing it yeah, cool? Know. You know, you got like four of them for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Eileen and I, my friend Eileen and I, had got them as soon as they came out, just for like beach bocce. Beach bocce. You putting the microphone up to you, pouring. <laughs> That's how much We're I was pretending wine. that I don't know. I wonder how many bottles of wine we went through. 
in our lives. Yeah, or even just like when I was living oh, with you. I don't want to do that. I lived I lived with you. I mean, you know that though cuz yes. I was there. But that's a good way if you say it like that then people won't know that you're talking to me. But you can you can say it to the audience, <laughs> pretend that. That's good exposition. We're both such winos that you poured the glass and the red wine was dripping I didn't want on, the to get outside, on the table. And we licked the bottle to make sure I that the wine didn't I saw you do it last time, so I did it this time. <laughs> Um, oh man! Yeah, that is that is one of my pet peeves in TV shows, though. A bad exposition where it's like, like if we were trying to give an audience backstory, and then you say things like, um, <laughs> "Well, remember when we lived together for five years because I was going through a breakup." Like where yeah, they do like, that, that, they I'm, spell what's it out. Show? Um, Comics Unleashed. You ever watch that? No. That's exactly what what the guy does. Uh, Baron Baron Vaughn is that his name? The guy who does Comics Unleashed. He'll set people up for jokes. He'll be like. So I hear you can't stand carnivals on a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. And then and the comedian so, goes into his bit. Yeah. It's like the, that in like, but in a scripted show, it's even worse. It's oh, like, it's the worst. we're going to tell you now the 10 years of background that you need to know in three sentences. But when shows do it well, it's really impressive. When but, they hide it. Yeah. And when it just comes out naturally, like oh, in a real way, you would have a conversation. Here's a sec. Here's a smooth segue into our past. Remember when I used to fart on your leather couch all the time? Yeah. The first time you ever came to my house, you farted on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> because I made you eat Indian food. Oh my god, that's right. The fucking Indian I I can't eat Indian food because of you. Had you ever had Indian food before that? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, you never will. Is it samosas? <laughs> <laughs> that's not even what we had. I think we had tikka masala. Don't swear at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like Hawaiians. So I don't know why you're speaking Hawaiian to me. We uh, I don't know why I even, I never order Indian food. I don't You're like, know hey, why. let's order food that makes people shit their pants. <laughs> I don't know why. Also, I do you want to sleep order. over for two months? <laughs> I forget. You came over so we could brainstorm something. And then I was like, let's order Indian food, which I never do. And then you ate Indian food. And then you drove home. And then you, oh te- my God. you texted me. I roofied myself with my farts and I was passed <laughs> out driving. It was. I honestly have never made myself gag from farts. And I. <laughs> I had to roll the window down in my car. I was like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I un- and I went. I was gagging out the window, and I had to call you to let you know that that yeah. really happened. And also, so that if you died, I would know why. So that you wouldn't yelp the Indian restaurant <laughs> yeah. how great it was. Oh, that was three so stars. Bad. Would have given five, except my friend farted so bad she killed herself <laughs> and died in a car accident. So two stars off for that. <laughs> five farts. Yeah, delivery was on time though. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't even remember how how did it end up that I stayed there? Did I ask you? Oh, like no, once you officially going, moved in? I know it was when I was going through the breakup. I remember yeah. I called you, there was an argument with my last boyfriend with Giannis. Yeah. Where he was like, Get the fuck out and I called you and you're like, just grab what you can and come over. Yeah. And then I stayed there for thirty seven years. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was that was also the perfect time because it was like, um, yeah, I was like in between. I think I was. I had been dating somebody long distance, but I wasn't dating Colorado. anyone at that time. Yeah, I was dating dude in Colorado for a little while, and so I. It was like great to have like a sleepover buddy, and <laughs> it was a studio apartment though, so we were literally <laughs> roommates. And it was L shaped. Yeah. I think you're so anal that you actually looked for an L shaped apartment because it's the first letter yeah, of your name. I'm so narcissistic. <laughs> Laverne had L's on her shirt. I want an apartment shaped like L. <laughs> so you were at the. 
base, the base of, of the, the L, L, and I was the the leg, the, the tall the leg tall of the L. You, yeah, you know, you were on the window side. Yeah, and then um, we drank many bottles of red wine. Yeah, we did. I'm trying to think though. I, it was it like. Yeah, I guess you just came over because then you went and got like more stuff later. I you mean, just your, came and your, stayed there. Your studio was—I had uh, my boxes. Yeah, I had bo- well, uh, people were sending me shit because of girl code. And yeah, and you like you, it was a lot of shit. Actually, my apartment looks the same as just my boyfriend <laughs> does that now. It's the same exact thing. It's like more just yeah, guy shit. Just bigger shoes. We we looked like a lesbian couple. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I think your door guys it. definitely thought. Yeah, I'm sure. And they're like, "Oh well, that didn't work out because yeah. I was gone. Then I was gone." They're like, "I don't know. She had a husband. Then that ended, and he disappeared. But apparently, it's because she was a lesbian. Because <laughs> now there's a girl living with her. And I'm just coming through, like, hey, I'm bringing bags in, IKEA bags, full of stuff, <laughs> I have and a dog. Every I have moved. <clears throat> let's see. Ever since I left my house when I was 18, I have moved 13 times. Wow. And I've always had Ikea bags, the blue ones. Yeah, that's what they were made they're for. They're so great for moving. It's the best. I put my whole wardrobe in all that. Yeah. And that was in your on your floor. <laughs> that is what they were invented for. But that was crazy because from the time that we met from from Girl Code, to me moving in was a short time. Was it? It was season two. Oh, no, no it was a year. You're right. We, well, we we did season one in three months or four months. So then it we wasn't did a year. Two, we did two seasons in a year. So it was definitely under a year. It was under a year. But we had done a whole season together at least. <laughs> We, but I, there were also, I feel like a lot of people were going through breakups and my couch was always the place yeah. that everybody could come stay when they were going through breakups. You're or very it was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I think I, I think I knew going in, if I'm on a show with this many female comedians who are going to start to get a little bit of fame, there's going to be some breakups. And so my couch is like transitional time. Yeah. So my couch was like a halfway house. Like I knew what oh I was God. getting into. I was like, okay, this is where everybody's going to stay. And it's just like, we would check in rebound, couch. give keys. No, you go ahead. I'm, I'm leaving on Tuesday. So you guys <laughs> exactly. go ahead. You yeah. get in there. Remember, exactly. Yeah. One of the girls is going, was leaving as I came in. <laughs> yeah. Just high turnover. <laughs> But you stayed the longest. But that was fun because we went on went on mini vacations we together. Yep. We did drink a lot of wine. We played Cards Against Humanity with your mom. Yep. That was which amazing. made her bl- blush because yeah. of the content of that game. That game is like made for comedians, I feel, because it's so inappropriate. Oh, yeah. The, the, the answers are so... Some of them, I'm like, holy shit. They're so Pope, genius. Pope jizz yeah. is an answer? <laughs> it should be the answer for everything. Exactly. We, were you the one there when the drunk guy banged on the door all night? Oh, no, that was Eileen. That was a different time. At your you know apartment? What? That's the other reason I think I was fine is because when Eileen and I, when I lived in L.A. and Eileen, who was my business partner for a long time, and when we would do jobs in New York, we would both just stay at my apartment. She would sleep on the couch. I would sleep in the bed. So I think I was always Maybe used, you're to, used just, to it. I was used to having a blonde on my couch. <laughs> Both, she is gassy both of you kind of blonde for being yeah honest. i mean i, I appreciate i appreciate yeah. the the compliment she, i don't, she wasn't as gassy though nobody was ever as gassy you know as i'm you. just it's just a th- it's always been a thing it was good training for having J- my current boyfriend live there <laughs> who farts all the but time my farts really don't smell that bad that is true see and i say that and nobody i'm glad that we have that on unless the you have indian food apparently indian food i kill myself I swear to God, I don't know how I didn't crash. But I have, in all the farts I've heard of you, <laughs> from you, I don't think I've actually ever smelled one. Thank you. You're a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. With I the, don't even think I've heard you fart ever. I don't fart. You don't fart. Do you no. fart? In I the mean, privacy? In I, the shower? You do those epic- In the bathroom. I go in the bathroom and like run the water. Like I definitely, hi- yeah, but You're I don't, I don't fart. You're a considerate farter? I don't fart. I mean, let's just go with that. <laughs> 
my mom and i've talked about this before honestly i swear to god my mother is uh how old is she she's i, I won't say it because she'll probably punch me in the face she's farted since i've known her two times really two times and one time i only heard it and she went eh. <laughs> like her, her response to her fart was Meh. and it was fine because <laughs> we'd made it 20 years right yeah and then the second time she didn't say anything, it punched me in my nostrils. Oh, it smelled though. It, it was. It felt like a corkscrew up was my it nose. Was it a silent fart or was oh, it an audible fart? It was fart? so silent and so thick. Oh. And I think I might even said this on Girl Code. It 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 was like the crypt door of her <laughs> asshole opened and all these dead souls filled the kitchen. Like the crypt keepers. <laughs> it was a, her asshole is the crypt keeper. It just came out, made a bad pun, <laughs> smelled bad, <laughs> and then went. <laughs> And then went back in her asshole. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> and then and that was it. And she's just drinking her wine. <laughs> um, so I believe that because she's managed to have two children and four ex-husbands. And I've only heard two farts. Two farts. That's amazing. That's such great math. Um my mom will kill me for saying this, but when when I was like a kid after dinner, like we would eat, have family dinner. My we were my family's huge on family dinners, and afterward, my mom would always go for a walk. She would go for like a long <gasps> walk, and once I was in like my like ten, eleven, twelve, I'd always want to go for a walk with my mom. And um, to this day, anytime I go out walking, I always call it a mom walk because my mom would just walk after dinner. So <laughs> I would go on these walks with her and. We would talk, and sometimes they'd be 15 minutes. Sometimes they'd be an hour long. And finally, one time, I was like, how do you decide how long you're going to walk like walk for? And she goes, oh, I just walk until I fart. And then I go home. What a lady. <laughs> she just, every night after dinner, we just walk until the a gas is out. A fart walk? A fart walk. Your mom is such a lady. She takes fart walks? <laughs> and then she, but I'm like, maybe, <laughs> why, are you, why do you have to fart after every dinner, too? What's going well, on? Well, also, then? I mean... Uh, who doesn't? You don't fart after... You don't? I fart after every... I mean, I fart so much. So I, much. Oh, very few things make me gassy. And if they do, it's like a horrible, Your painful mom, process. She took a... It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a relationship. Yeah, exactly. What's more painful, farting or relationships? Your mom took a fart walk after every meal? Yeah. Or every dinner? Yeah. I don't know what she does now. Would she... I really want to go on a fart walk with her. Yeah. Would she let me podcast a fart walk? Probably, <laughs> yeah. But it might be a 10-minute podcast. It might be an hour. It depends on how long. You have no idea. She's heard you fart. I feel like when we went to stay at her beach house, you were farting up a oh storm. Oh, my God. She didn't offer up her fart walk stories, No, though. she didn't even offer me a fart walk. Mm-mm. After she knew how long I was farting, she didn't let me in So rude. Secret. I'm going to do a fart walk My mom is now. so rude. Your, your mom invented crop dusting. <laughs> oh, my God. She did. She crop dusted. The whole town of Rhinebeck. <laughs> She'll kill me if she hears this. I'm not going to let her hear this. We won't promote it. I mean, we will, but we won't say that your mom is mentioned. No. My mom doesn't even know how to answer voicemails. So it's like your mom's not going to figure this out. Yeah. I just won't tell her about it. I get FaceTime calls from my mom and it's just from her chin down. Oh, my mom accidentally FaceTimes people all the time. (laughs) All the time. It's never intentional. My mom's never intentionally FaceTimed anyone. But if you look at her FaceTime history, there's like 15 calls. (laughs) My mom got a new car. I didn't. I, I should have put the microphone up to my, my wine pour. I didn't do that. I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's your turn You're to lick a the drip off the bottle. Uh, is it dripping? You get the drip. You're such a I director. I just don't want you to were, get on your You were good about 
getting the sounds you have all the sound, sound effect well only because i was claiming to not know if starbucks had big wine cups <laughs> you, so then it was like mine? as i, I was one, blah, blah, blah. that's what i'll get you for your what did i get you for your last birthday i feel like i sent you something you sent me <clears throat> something we had been talking about and then i s- actually sent it to you for your birthday i don't remember what it yeah, was what was it i don't know i got a squatty potty for my agency i don't remember it'll come to me what did you say how do i not remember i don't know did you mail it to me at my old apartment yeah was it a do you know what i found out what you can buy on the internet what you can a send- child <laughs> For just nineteen ninety five a day, three payments, you can get a child. You can get a small toddler sent to your friends. Twenty four hours, you got to send them back because we're in the witness protection program in Wichita, and these kids got to get back to their home. <laughs> Close to a child, you can. There's a website. I forget the name. Once they give me money to say their name, I'll say it. Yeah, fair enough. You can send a fart in a jar. I just saw that. I saw that in a uh, online. And a I'm, fart in a jar, a, a personal, in a note. Yeah. Wait, how long did you spend, though? Because <laughs> I knew I spent a little while thinking of how they could have named it something better and trying every combination yes. of jar and fart and fart and jar, but We're all about jarts puns. already taken. Jarts? That's already taken. How's Jart. that, how are jarts taken? That was like the brand name of lawn darts that people were getting killed, so they oh. made them illegal. But I, I definitely spent time trying to na- come up with a better name than fart in a jar. But you know what it is? That is the simplest name. Ma- massage in a bottle where it's just m-ass-age in a bottle oh that's not bad that's pretty good that's yeah pretty good right well it looked like massage in a bottle which would yeah. be such a letdown if you open it and then it just smelled like a <laughs> fart <laughs> which would be a fun diversion that's true it'd be really fun you'd be like oh my god how do i i'm not even gonna understand i'm not gonna try and understand the logistics of this i'm gonna go with it oh it's a fart cloud in my face he <laughs> just came up here because he wants more mic time oh why that's what you, you guys want to hear the faking no. it for attention. Everyone's going to feel bad. That's the sound of eight grand a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's you want to hear what it sounds like to take care $3,000 a month. That's eight grand for eight pounds of dog. Eight grand That's of a coffee. thousand a pound. It's ridiculous how much it costs. I could tell why he's coughing though. Cause he just keeps licking his. He keeps Private. licking his dong. Yeah. This is a problem. This is the, this is the existence with Fozzie Bear because he's so fucked up because his heart is all messed up. Once he gets coughing, he needs his meds. Then when he gets his meds, he's like Anna Nicole Smith at the end of her days. R.I.P. <laughs> but goddamn, I feel like Howard Stern, the creepy lawyer who <laughs> yeah. hung around and was like massaging her all the time. <laughs> and I just feed her medication, her being Fozzie, and then he's fine. He's all like, eh, and his tongue sticks out of his face for three hours and then he right. goes to sleep. Oh. Or it's him coughing. He's on the treadmill. Can't get off it. <laughs> That's the life of an addict. Oh, my God. He spends all day just trying to score. All day just trying to score and some he meds. he finally gets it. Looking at me like, yeah, mate, just give me another. <laughs> I just need a little bit to get me over the day. That's why I feel like he's faking it with that cough. It's yeah. just You know what? Dogs are that smart. Yeah. Because that's know. like, that's the dude going to the doctor like, oh, the pain's so bad, man. I got a bad back. I got a bad back. Just give me some Percocets. <laughs> the equivalent of that is a dog it's, going, ah. He's been doing it the whole before you came over. Fine. Well, you notice he stopped now that we called him out on it. He's not doing it now. (laughs) So he knows we know. Well, he's fine. Yeah. Fine. Just chilling. Now he's like, (sighs) I 
can't do it. I have that effect on a lot of men. <laughs> Just gagging noises. You make them gag, gag until you give them medication. Exactly. Son of a bitch. Um, all right, we got off topic. We are talking about 40. <laughs> this whole podcast is about 40. Yeah. It's I mean, that's great. fine. It's, it's, I'm glad that it's been publicly said I don't do I will say this. I have farted. I can count the number of times on one hand that I farted <clears throat> in my current relationship. Stop Because it. I had surgery. And after surgery, they expand your whole stomach. Mm-hmm. And so it was for, first of all, they wouldn't let me out of the hospital until I farted. And after a night of staying in the hospital, it occurred to me that I could just say I farted. It's not like they were recording it or like... It was like, did you lie about, did you, I did. You lied about medical farting. I was like, get the nurse in here. And then I was like, pull my finger. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to say I farted because I don't recommend people do this because there's probably a reason they make you do that. So don't do this. But I, it was, it, I was fine. It had been like 24 hours. I was sick of it. I wanted to go home and I knew I wouldn't fart because I'm not an avid farter. So it was easier to just say I farted and then go home. You but lied? then when I got home. Oh, shit. On the leather couch. Oh, Then I did so actually audible. fart. And it, it's like a different kind of fart because it's like CO2 they pump into you or something. For so it was like a like a elementary school joke fart. Like a butt rumbler? Yeah, like, <laughs> like that kind of fart that nobody does in real life. Like that's what it sounded like. Did you shock yourself? Yeah, and I definitely, Jamie was like, I was like, I'm going to really test this relationship now by making <laughs> junior high fart noises out of my body for the next two I can't two believe days. you lied about medical farts. Like I know. Important I don't know what I was Medical thinking. farts. It, I was on a lot of pain meds. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, it didn't, I was like, I don't understand why I have to stay in here. I, I didn't understand what, the surgery had nothing to do with my colon or my intestines. I wasn't sure why I had to not. Why farting was I so mean, important. Maybe it could just be a thing. It was, it, it just it could be a thing where the doctors are like, let's just go in there and tell her she's got to fart and see if she does it. <laughs> they probably get so because they see so much sick, horrible exactly. things once in a this while just to like have fun. They're like, yo, tell the chick in 92B <laughs> she's got to rip one before she can leave and see if That's she does. Doctors it. have fun. <laughs> Yep. Well, I I got them. <laughs> I didn't fart. I can't believe you lied about a medical fart. Most people lie and say they don't fart, but I just lied and said I did fart. <laughs> so backwards. That's so good. It is weird that you have to fart to get out of a hospital, though. That is really weird, especially when you just give somebody like some money and you get out of jail. Yeah, like, could you imagine if you could fart to get out of other things? I mean, farting and get out of jail. Yeah. uh, You killed the guy. If you can fart, you can get out. The judge judge was like, bail is set at five farts. (laughs) Bail is set at one crunchy fart and two wet ones. (laughs) So you better hope you get a delicious meal in between. He's a flight risk. So 29 farts. You would be like, yeah, no problem. And just let 29 of them go right there. You would get out of jail so quick. We're going to put you in the witness protection fart program. <laughs> the only the way witness you- fart protection. <laughs> I don't even the witness what- fart protection. I don't even understand what it would be. It would be amazing. <laughs> be- what would it be? The only way. Now this guy, the guy who's after you, 
really knows the smell of your farts. So we have to surround you by people who can fart and mask your fart smell. So we're going to put about 20 people around you that are just going to fart constantly. We're going to put you in the witness fart detection program. This is so ridiculous. Oh it's literally a podcast yeah. about farting. About farts. My, you know, my mom is always, whenever I fart, my farts don't smell. My sister's farts are the worst things I've ever smelled in my life. <laughs> I remember one time we used to go to my grandma's house, my grandma Jean's house for, for Thanksgiving. And it was a big Thanksgiving, like Italian thing. We'd have the whole thing. We'd have the gnocchi and the and the ham and all this shit and the cannolis. Every you feel if you don't fart after that, then you're not alive. You're Gnocchi, not alive. Ham and cannolis. <laughs> okay, just ham. Got so I don't know how ham got sandwiched in there. We'd have all the Italian things like gnocchi and ham and cannoli. <laughs> you couldn't even say capicole. <laughs> I love how you said cannoli like you were running a fucking ride at the at the Coney Island. Cannoli Like a Mario brother. Hey cannoli <laughs> Ham Ham You know we had like gnocchi mozzarella Ham <laughs> Cannoli That was a weird one. Okay anyway. So anyway, after we had the ham we would we were driving home one night. My dad was driving. We had a Toyota Camry, like a 1992 <laughs> Toyota Camry. Sorry, Toyota I couldn't. Hammering. I couldn't not say That's it. So great. I know. Sorry. <laughs> we're on a pun kick now. Ugh. We, we, were do, we do our best pun work together. We, were, we okay. do do our best pun work. Okay, together. so you were in the Camry. We were in the 92 Camry, <laughs> and. It was all red. All I remember, it looked like the inside of a urethra. <laughs> what I would imagine a urethra would look uh-huh. just deep red, uh-huh. velvety red. And I don't know why that's an important part of the story. But then Emily's giggling because she's a silent but deadly. Mm. And my dad starts going, <laughs> what the uh, Emily? Uh, did you just fr- uh. <laughs> He's trying to talk in between gagging, but we're going 75 miles an hour down the highway <laughs> and he's shifting his the wheel the way he's gagging. So I'm in the backseat like, what's happening? And we all start gagging and my dad had to pull the car over because he couldn't drive anymore. He so couldn't. He made, Emily, he made my sister get out of the car. She, she incapacitated a driver with her <laughs> farting. Driving while drunk or driving while Emily post ham. <laughs> Ham farts. It was so bad. And to this day, we still talk about that. Whenever she farts, my dad's like, whoa, wasn't like that one she let out after the Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner in the Toyota Hamry. It's like the Thanksgiving fart of 98. Yeah. Everybody oh, no, remembers. Remember Her farts are so, so bad. So she got the smell, the smelly fart gene, but you got the loud got the, fart gene. Mine are musical. They are. They're, They've got all sorts. There's all sorts of types. I've heard. I feel like I've heard a good amount of them. Oh, I have a good fart story. <laughs> doesn't I'm, oh the, you don't say yeah now that we're in it i mean let's just right, let's right, just bust let's out just the fart stories the, um this is not actually this is a story i was involved in but i will give credit where credit's due for the coining of the best phrase ever which i'm sure somebody else said before but who cares for the I've story it's original it. so, yeah i'm already ba- I'm ruining it okay so uh i was in las vegas with my sister uh before she got married it was like a little bachelorette thing her me and her friend molly and we were uh 
We went to see a show. I think we saw the Beatles love show. The same time we were there. <laughs> I don't even know why you're laughing. Wait, wine almost came out your nose. That should be awesome. That should be the new goal of the podcast is for wine to come out of one of our noses. On to Fozzie. So um, while we were there, a good friend of mine, Eric Eckelman, was there for a bachelor party in an adjacent hotel. <clears throat> so... We, he and I were texting each other the whole weekend, and he was like, oh, I'm going to at some point get away from my friends. I'll come see you. I'm staying in a hotel room with like eight dudes. And I was like, you can come stay at our room because it's just me, Dana, and Molly, and we've got like two beds, and we can get a cot and just come stay here because it's less than – at least there's only three of us. There's like eight dudes over there. So <clears throat> Eric comes over and meets us. We had been out all night. We all go out and have drinks. Super fun. But it's like midnight, and Dana, Eric, and I – go back up to the room at this point because we had been out all day and he everybody had been drinking all day so he walks into the room and looks around and is like this room is so much grosser than the room with 20 dudes in it oh my god he was like three girls there was just clothes and makeup everywhere and he was like gross yeah it just looks gross and he goes i was worried about sleeping in a room with three girls i was worried i was gonna fart but now that i've seen the condition of this room i've got fart blanche (laughs) he was like he said, I've got fart blanche. And we were laughing so hard. But we were all like in bed. Like he was in a cot and we were in a bed with the lights off, giggling at fart blanche. And all of a sudden, knock on the door. And security was there. Somebody had complained. And we like leaned up and looked out the door. Like we're in bed. That's like getting, we got busted like at a sleepover party. <laughs> That was a perfect punctuation. Is that time the fr- is that the first time you farted on this podcast? That's the first fart. Yes, <laughs> this is the perfect time to do it. I can't believe we're talking about for somebody who doesn't fart like me. I can't believe we're talking about farting this much. I, I mean, how 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 is there? N- I I just want to change my whole podcast. I feel like you should farts. call it Fart Blanche now. That's what you should name the episode. Also, thank you, Eric Eckelman. TM Fart Eric Blanche Eckelman. is so good. Yeah, it's great. That was a good pun. Oh, God, I hope that fart really translated onto the microphone. Um, notice Fozzie has not made one noise Fozzie, since we called him out for being no. a drug addict. He's on your lap like a little whore. Yeah, and dead quiet. And breathing dead quiet. totally normal. Oh, totally normal. He's Once, just fine. He just wanted attention. Everything's fine. Oh, no, Mom. Oh, yeah, the eight grand a month you spend on me? I'm cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carlin's got the runs from his food. It's like I can't. Dogs are hard. Dogs are hard. Also, dogs fart a lot. Yo, pit bull farts? And everyone's got a science about it. You know, I, I'll post photos of Carlin and I'll be like, pit bull farts. And they're like, well, it's the food you're feeding him. You're not feeding him properly. It's $75 a bag. <laughs> I think I'm feeding him. He feed, he. My dogs are well fucking Those fed. Those are golden farts. They're, they're golden expensive farts. Expensive farts. So, my dogs fart the way my sister does. <laughs> you don't hear it. But I love when Carlin farts and he scares himself. Oh, does that like does the smell scare him or the noise? <laughs> the noise. One time he was napping at my feet and he farted and he like scared himself awake and like fell off the couch. Because <laughs> his asshole, he just was like, <clears throat> and he looked and he just ran off the couch. Fozzie will just look back at his asshole like, what was that? He farted before and when the and then ran out of the room and left me alone <laughs> with it. <clears throat> Flat lever. Wait, I have a legit question, a relationship question. Okay. Do you think, have you ever been in a relationship where you farted 
in front of each other and maybe that affected the sex life or the romance part of it like can you fart yourself out of a sexy place in your relationship i remember a specific moment when i was dating my ex Giannis. this is early on in dating he came he took the f- we i was living in hoboken so if you're living in New York and you go to Hoboken, you don't do that just for any chick. You like a girl if you have to, you know. Yeah, take the path. Take the path train or go across, you know, city and state lines. Yeah. So he came to Hoboken and we went to a CVS and it was late at night and he was in the aisle behind me and I had a fart so bad. And I was, you know, I don't just let it rip. I'm not one of those girls. I'm like, I'm going to fart and see if this guy likes it. I try and be a lady. For at least a couple A couple dates. days. Okay. <laughs> And so I was in the aisle, you know, just separated from him and I let it rip and it was so loud. It was because it was so quiet. Right. Yeah. There's nothing to muffle. At least you have to plan your farts when there's noises to compensate for your asshole. Or fake sneeze or something. Yeah. Or you rustle, you shake a cereal box. Right. Yeah. I should have picked up a box of Fruit Loops and shook it for a second. I would have covered my, (laughs) but I farted so loud and I just waited. I counted, I waited, and then I looked down the end of the aisle, and he's just standing at the end of the aisle oh with this God. look on his face, like, and he was like, did you just fart? And I was like, no, it wasn't me. I don't feel well. And then that's what happened. Like, every time I farted, I would just be like, I don't feel well. I have a headache. So did you did you continue to hide the farting? No. Oh, no. No. You just let it out. I let it out. I won't do that anymore, though. So if anybody would like to take me out on a date. (laughs) I won't fart. I promise I won't fart. You see me shaking a clear container of cheese balls at a Dwayne Reed. (laughs) It's just coincidence. If you're wondering why I travel with a box of Fruit Loops, (laughs) don't question it. Just think of it as my need to not let go of my childhood exuberance (laughs) towards sugar cereals. (laughs) But did it ever affect your sex life? Like, do you think you can fart yourself out of a sex sexual attraction with somebody? Like, yes. it ruins the romance. I do think that. I think the same way you break the seal when you drink, when you pee, it's the same thing when you break the seal with, with being intimate with somebody when you fart. Yeah. Because then whoever does that lets the other person know, oh, game on, motherfucker. Yeah. You're going to fart? Well, I'm going to fart. And vice versa. And that's what happens. Like you just, you fart first and then it's done. So there is value in not farting and not farting. <laughs> I will. I have a now because <clears throat> I'm dating a farter. I now. <laughs> it sounds like a TLC kill me, show. Hoarders yeah. up next. Farters. farters. <laughs> I we should da- do a show about that. I dated a farter. Um, but I haven't no farting in the bed rule. Because yeah, then it's there's like a loophole that your man has figured out. Yeah, he just sticks his butt off the edge of the bed and farts. Is that what you mean? How did you know? Because <laughs> yeah, you told me. Oh, okay. You said, but see, that's why, that's how people are smart. You yeah. were specific. You're like, hey, babe, let's maintain the love and the, and the sexiness. Don't fart in the bed. And he goes, okay, I respect you. I'm going to stick my ass beyond the perimeters <laughs> of this mattress and find a loophole. Exactly. And he shot a fart out of his hole. Yeah, a fart hole. And yeah, but I mean, the problem is one out of every four of them is really funny and I laugh at it. (laughs) It's like my comedy set. So (laughs) (laughs) That's all you can strive for is the same ratio as as Jamie's fart success. 
<laughs> You're like, if I can make as many jokes funny as Jamie's farts, then I am that's winning. A success. Um, so that's a problem is I do laugh at them and I feel like that maybe is encouraging them. But they are 100%. funny. And it's part of who he is and I love that. So it's like, all right. But I just want to... It's a part of... You love his farts? No. Nah, well... Uh, so what happens if he farts challenge. In, if he farts in the bed? Has he, has he ever He doesn't fart? anymore. He is really good about not farting in the bed. Have you ever had a situation where you're having sex and somebody farts? No. I mean, if it happened, I didn't know about it. I don't think so. Because that can really... Yeah. That would be a terrible mood killer. So you, I imagine that guys must just be constantly holding in farts during sex. What about a little queef sneaks out? Crotch fart. That's never happened to me. Happened to me once and I went, ah! <laughs> That's probably the best way to handle it. I just did the most awkward laugh that has never, never came out of my mouth before and hasn't since. Because <laughs> you shock yourself. Yeah. It's like, it's a different kind of noise. Yeah. And I <laughs> I mean, I, it, hap- it happens to everybody. It's, it's like a thing. happen. But I, it, it's never happened to me that I can think of. I feel like it only happens if you're having a lot of sex for a long time, too. That might have been... Where there's a lot of air going in and out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yo, calm down. What are we... Why are we like... Why is there so much air between you, your body, and my hole? Exactly. (laughs) Stop watching porns that you think you should be doing sex like that. Oh, my God. Where you're like... Farts Um, can ruin it, though. Yeah. I think it's smart to hold back the fart. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, that's my thing. I think in a relationship, if you start, you get to, there's a comfort level you should reach, but I think you can't get that comfortable. Don't start the fart. Don't start the fart. We didn't start the fart. We didn't start the fart, (laughs) but it's still burning and the world is turning, right? We didn't start the fart fire. (laughs) That's the original song Billy Joel sang. They were like, this is almost a hit. Something needs to be tweaked. There needs to be just a little off. Um, it's okay. my, I think it's my father's pro- fault. Fart? Fart? <laughs> it's my farter's fart? <laughs> that was very Irish. Sounding like an Irish brogue. It's my, my farter's fart. It's my farter's fart. <laughs> your father's what? My farter's fart. <laughs> oh, your father's fart? That's my farter's fart. <laughs> He always, as a, when I was a kid, he did the pull my finger thing. Oh, yeah. And to this day, he'll go, Jess, Jesse May. And he'll lift the leg and he'll let out an audible fart oh, and laugh is- himself into submission. That is, it is probably like a learned thing. It's a learned from growing thing. Up. My parents didn't even call it farting. I think they my called dad it called walking. it walking. Yeah, my mom called it walking after dinner. It was called Passing Wind, which is the least cool name. That's a thing. I feel like. If they called it farting, maybe I would have been more of a farter because it sounds better. But nobody wants to be like the passing wind person. Sounds like something happens in The Great Gatsby. Yeah, exactly. Is it like Anna Anna Green Gables? Classy way. Little women. There was a passing wind. (laughs) The the winter was long. (laughs) (laughs) The wind passed like time. The winter was long. We lost all of our, we lost all of our crops that year. Your craps? No, our crops. We lost all of our craps and our crops that year. This has devolved into the, (laughs) like, we're both super intelligent women and this has just turned into the most ridiculous 
podcast ever. <laughs> Refartulous. Refar- I, I would bet there's... I don't know if two guys on a podcast have ever talked about farting for this long. I, I feel like we motive. Is, is there a record book We're we at could 40 check? Forty fart minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you didn't go to the easy route of farty four minutes. <laughs> you went the harder route of forty fart minutes. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. It was I appreciate highbrow. <laughs> it was highbrow. Yeah. Thank you very much. The thing is, I don't know how we transition out of it now. Like, there's no... How do we get out of it? Can we get out of it? I mean, the same way you get out of a fart. Blame it on somebody else? (laughs) Blame it on the rain. (laughs) I think I know how we transition out of it. Okay. You have to do your farts. Oh, okay. Because, you know, I say people. This is a conversation. You know, there's an audience. But people will know that you are director of Girl Code. The director of Girl Code, the show that I was on. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember one of the episodes that I did where I couldn't stop farting? Uh, all of them. <laughs> I feel like that was an ongoing problem. The sound guys was had to deal really? with. I mean, I, I can't remember an episode where you didn't fart <laughs> while we were interviewing you at some point. It was just, I think you got better about doing it between sound bites. So that was all. You just timed it better. <laughs> timing my farts yeah. between sound bites so it wasn't happening while you were saying a joke oh my god it would just be a punctuation to a joke and it, it, that's how i did it i would say something and then we would wait and then, then i would fart yeah it's no wonder timing. i'm such a success <laughs> a single success but i do i yeah i feel like that was just part of the interview process like if somebody else is going to did you say you, it was just, part of the interview process yeah did i would you just, say it was part of the interview process? <laughs> we can't get away from it even if we want to <laughs> did you just say it was part of the interview it's part of the interview of process 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 part of the yeah i think i actually i remember saying to other producers who were going to do the interviews like so she she has to poop right before the interview starts so you gotta <laughs> give do. about five minutes poop. for that and then also she'll fart in the chair so just make sure it's not on top of a soundbite <laughs> She does have her do it again. It's, uh, the sound I, bite, not the fart. Yeah. Well, I mean, that can always happen as well. Can you fart on command? Oh, see, I'm taking it back there. Sorry. We were moving on. You're, you know? See, it's interesting. I you're can't let it go. You're a politician. You're like, I want to solve the problem. Here, I'm going to throw it right back in your fucking mm-hmm. face. <laughs> can you fart on command? I, I can, but it takes, a, I need a little prep. I need Indian food. <laughs> Just a little prep. I have to call, order I need food, to call my friend Laura it. Murphy. <laughs> you guys need a fart? Hold on. Let me get Laura Murphy on the job. Okay, this is how we get out of the farts. Okay. You have to do your farts. Okay. So I just to clarify, I don't fart, actually fart in real life, but I do do fake fart noises. It's the, the irony. <laughs> the I fart knee. <laughs> no, it doesn't nope, even work. Nope, it doesn't even work. You went too fart. Ah! <laughs> God. Yeah. The dearly defarted. <laughs> The irony is that you don't fart. I honestly have never heard you fart. Yeah, very rarely. Real farts. Yeah, yeah. No. But I've I've never heard more fake farts that sound real from a single person than you. Yeah. So much so that Guy Code ha- had you do. Oh yeah, I've done fart noises. I folded all the fart noises on Girl Code, Guy Code, and Guy Court. <laughs> guy Fort. Guy Court. <laughs> and I want to say there's probably other. There might be other bit things along the way, like some promos here and there that I've farted. But I had a fart mentor. There was somebody, <laughs> my first boss when I used my to. My sister's it. asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Your sister was my fart mentor. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when I was like uh, 
when I was <laughs> when I went to Juilliard for farting. <laughs> Julie fart. <laughs> I had an MFA. Um, when MFA! I the, <laughs> the first boss I had when Did I did you graduate fart. <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I um, w- I used to write and direct promos for MTV. That was like the first job I had was working in promos. And my boss at the time, who was the head of the department, Kevin McCall, made amazing fart noises. And I was like, I want to know how to do that. I don't know why, but I wanted to know how. And he taught me how. And it took years of practice. And this was just for my own personal amusement because I loved – there were times when somebody would walk up a, a walk upstairs – and Kevin would stand next to me, and as they were walking up the stairs, he would just go, <laughs> just for our own amusement. And I was like, I want to do that. So I just learned it. I just learned it as a hobby. And then. Did you say a farty? <laughs> Welcome to the farty. And then. Don't be farty for the farty. <laughs> it really works. It's like Smurf. You can say it for anything. And then when I started doing Girl Code, we had like a, I don't know why there was like, it wasn't the fart episode. It was a different episode needed fart noises. And somebody was like, oh, Laura could do really good fart noises. <laughs> and then they called me up to make them. And after that, every show that Ryan Ling does or anybody that's worked on any of the codes does when they need fart noises, they just call me. And the editors will be like, hey, Laura, I haven't met you yet. I'm new on the show. But um, I heard I should call you because we need some fart noises. <laughs> And then I'll go up and record like 20 fart noises. There's a database of all my fart noises at the uh, on the code shows. Okay, let's do a sampling. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you a scenario. Yeah. I'm going to give you a fart there's na- different a yeah, fart scenario. A fart scenario. There's different kinds. There's different kinds. So let's say like, okay, here we'll start I have off. to start with girl farts. It's hard. I have to work up to the okay. deeper tone. So we'll do a basic one. How about girl on the first date and, you know, there's music in the place they're at. They're at a bar. There's music. So she's trying to squeak a fart. She's trying to sneak a fart out on the first date, but she's wearing a dress. Oh, a dress. Okay. <laughs> but underwear. She's wearing underwear. Yeah, she's on a she whore. On a chair? I mean, she's on a total she on a, slut. She's on a bar stool. A bar stool. Wooden. Uh, Shellacked. Okay. <laughs> Two coat? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um. <laughs> now I'm laughing. It's hard. All right. <laughs> but maybe there'd be like a follow-up because it's like, like a question. <laughs> That's exactly what that date sounds like. That's so good. That's so good. Okay, okay, okay. Um, all right, this is a good one. Ready? This is like the, let's say the 10th date. Okay. They've been out a bunch of times. They've made out. They haven't had sex, but they've had some really raunchy hookups. They've been no, out 10 times. They ten, haven't had sex. Yeah, she's, she's a Mormon. Okay. <laughs> And they're at a baseball game, and she's had chili cheese dogs, a couple mm-hmm. of beers, and it's very loud, so oh, it's she loud. feels safe. Okay. She feels safe, but she's been a total slob. Okay. <laughs> Why did it have so many sequels? Why did it have so many? Well, it went with the applause. It, like, it went with the wave. It was like the wave. Do it again. As the wave went around the park. Do it again. It went with the crowd. Mix my lip stitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll do. Let's do. Okay. So let's do one where 
You've been in a relationship. This is you've been married for ten years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've been married for ten years. You just had an argument, and he's sitting watching his favorite show, and you walk into the room. Oh, okay. You're trying to. You've just had a fight. Just had a fight. Ten years together, and he's watching his favorite show. Okay. This is after the fight, and you walk into the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Good scenario, right? <laughs> it is good. I like this game. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like now I want to make the footsteps noise walking in. Okay, okay. I will. I will. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing clogs. <laughs> she just came back from Denmark. She's on a okay, horse. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> I Here's think it's gotta be like perfect. Okay, oh, wait, I can't do. Oh, I'll do. I'll do. Yeah, you do ready? Here, right. she, you're coming in the room. <laughs> I feel like she wanted it to be more, but then it didn't come out like she wanted. Okay, so. okay. So then, so then she thought that she goes, you know what? So she did it right, and yeah. she 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 felt what she did. She wanted it more aggressive. She left the room. Mm-hmm. She went and she she chugged a beer in the kitchen. Okay. And then she came and she thought, she's like, you know what? I can do better. I'm going to go back into that room. Okay. I'm going to show that asshole what I really mean. (laughs) 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 And then she turned around and walked out. Then Then she's like, you know what? (laughs) And she went back to her bedroom. (laughs) Okay. uh, One more fart for the room. And then the cops knocked at the door. (laughs) And then another fart came out. <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh shit, is that the cops fart? No, that's a <laughs> <laughs> uh, cops are at the party fart. Alright. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> One more fart. It's hard Why I, don't you offer why don't you offer a fart? Uh, it's hard because I have to work up to the guy fart. I feel like all of my farts sound like girl farts. But there Should are. Should we end it on a guy fart? Yeah, it might. It might take a little to build up to it. So it's the gonna be. The dealer farted. It's gonna be second time I'm gonna say it. It's gonna be. Uh, Our farts. There might be a couple leading who, up who to it. Who fart in heaven? <laughs> 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 I didn't mean to piss Bible people off. Uh, how about we do a? See, that's I don't, also don't burp. That's so gross. I'm gonna be single forever after this podcast. <laughs> Let's block Stamos. No, I feel like one. it's part of you, though. It's it's, it's fart part of me. Of you. No, we're farting each other's fartinsons. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <clears throat> that's why I really wanted to know about it ruining a sex life, because I feel like you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe there is something to the idea of just being who you are right up front, and just letting all of that out. But there, I don't know where. Yeah, there's got to be a line, I guess. Let's do a. All right, wait. I'm gonna do a guy fart because do a, do a I'm gonna have to build it. There f- might be a couple. Okay, up, let's do. Okay, ones. let's do a guy fart then. Let's okay. do a guy a guy fart on a first date where he's not. He has to fart, but he's not trying to scare the girl away. But there might be like uh, a live band to hide it. Oh that. Oh okay. Because without a band, it would be like. Would <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> be like super airy, like he was trying not to let one out. But okay, if there's a noise distraction, all right, wait. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 was that the same noise you made when you queefed? <laughs> what was that noise? I I, I saw his asshole <laughs> in that moment. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a little guy, too much voice in that how one. How do you know a guy's asshole so well? <laughs> I've dated stu- so many assholes. <laughs> I I feel like it's uh it's just 
it's like a vo- the voice. Like girls' voices are higher and their farts are higher, and guys' voices are lower and their farts are lower. I think okay, it's- I got a scenario. I thought of one. Okay. Uh, you bring a date to a wedding. He's totally wasted. He's he started the chicken dance. While he's chicken dancing, he farts. Yep. Oh, okay. But, but wasted, he's wasted. Wasted wedding fart. Oh, I feel like that would be like not his family. That would be like. That's <laughs> <laughs> like not even nuanced. Yeah, that's like post surgery. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, how about a breakup fart? The type of fart a guy does. After the breakup? After the breakup. He's is pack the, he's packing his stuff up. The girl's in the room though? Yeah, she's in the room. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's like the angry regret it's, fart? It's the angry regretful fart. Which also happens after Taco Bell. <laughs> it's Why ironic. Why did I do that? The same okay. fart that you have after a couple of tacos. Okay. Uh let it let it you know, let it feel it, feel okay. it for a minute. <laughs> fart it for a minute. Oh, Oh, it's so sad. That oh was so God, sad. Oh, my God. That was the saddest fart of the night. I actually felt sad. <laughs> I felt it leaving. That was a sad breakup fart. I felt it leaving. Oh, God. Fart. Fozzie just farted. Oh, oh, my God. It's like we coaxed it out of it with the sounds. Oh, my God. That was That's so why he bad. moved from the couch. He jumped off. You smell that? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's that- an $8,000 fart. <laughs> You're pr- so proud. I'm going to call this episode the $8,000 fart. <laughs> I love you, Laura Murphy. I love you, Jessamy Peluso. Uh, do you love me as much? Do you have as much of me in your fart as I have you in mine? <laughs> yes, my fart is full of you. <laughs> my fart will go on. <laughs> There's That's it. That's the best quote ever. <laughs> Can you believe it? An hour of farts. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, you know, I do like to talk about real stuff on this podcast, and I like to talk about things that pertain to each particular guest. But, I mean, farts are funny, and I know I, I've talked about farts many times on this podcast. <laughs> I blame it on my father, on my farter. Uh, I can't stop. I can't stop. It's, I can't believe we were able to talk about farts for an hour. That's just, to me, I don't care what anyone says. Fuck you. It's funny. We had a good time. It's all about having some fun once in a while, and that's what I hope you guys get out of this podcast. If you're driving to work, or if you're working a late shift, or if you're taking a break from studying, or however you listen to this podcast, I'm just glad you tune in, and I hope that I can make you laugh and make you forget about some of your problems and woes of the day, or whatever the hell you have to go through. I hope this is a break from the norm for you cuties you bastards um yeah i just laura murphy she's fucking amazing and she's been such a important part of my life and she's very talented and i'm happy for everything that she has accomplished and please check her out and if you are somebody who works in the industry and needs a director or a writer look her up she's dope um I want to do something. I've been doing horror movie recommendations, and my manager, Justin, and I were trying to think about ways to make it more interactive with you guys, like maybe finding a way for us to watch movies together. I mean, obviously, all of you can't come over and watch a movie at my place at the same time, but what if we did like a little slumber party thing where I pick a movie, we all watch it, we all commit to watching it, and we talk about it afterwards and we break it down and we have a little discussion about whatever movie we talk about and we can start 
you know, doing like little um, maybe Periscope videos of me watching the movie. And I can send you photos of whoever I invite over for my little slumber party. And maybe one of you can come over. Maybe we'll do a thing where you win a slumber party. We don't get to sleep over. You're not fucking sleeping over my house. But maybe we can go to a movie together. Maybe we can do like a little movies, a little outing one night. So I'm going to tell you the movies that I did watch this past week. It's usually Netflix for me. You know, I travel a lot, and I usually pop up a movie on Netflix once in a while. It's Pornhub, but usually it's Netflix. Um, I watched a movie called Starry Eyes. I don't know if anybody has heard of this movie. Um, It is on Netflix. It is really twisted. I think it is an independent movie, Um, and it's really damn good. It's kind of demonic and freaky. It came out... 2014, um, I'm looking it up right now, IMDb, Kevin Kolsch directed it, Kevin Kolsch and, let's see, uh, Dennis Widmeyer, it's a, it's a pretty twisted movie, um, it, it shows you what kind of people are willing to sacrifice for the sake of fame, uh, and it turns, it turns sour, it turns pretty bad for this chick, but then it turns good, uh, kind of, depending on what you think. So check it out, Starry Eyes on Netflix. Don't, you don't always go by the ratings as well because some of these movies I recommend may not have three stars. That's usually my, I usually will base my movies, what I choose to watch on Netflix on, it's, it can't be less than three stars. But I found a couple good ones that are like two stars. You can't, so it's, it's all subjective, especially with horror movies. People, you know, they, they get a bad rap, and sometimes bad ones are good. So I'm only going to recommend the ones that I think are amazing and fun. The other movie I watched, I re-watched it because it was so much fun, was Animal. That's with Kiki Palmer, and it's about this. It's a creature feature, um, and it's about this creature in the woods that attacks all these people. And it, it's just fun. It, it's it's the, the animatronics or special effects are dope, and the way it's shot is great and it's just a you know it's not for anybody who has a weak stomach it's kind of uh gory but it's a fun fucking movie it's called animal it's kind of reminiscent of i don't know if anybody any of you've seen feast which is a great movie with eric dane and judah friedlander it was a part of the green light project with matt damon and um i think george clooney did that project with him uh Please watch that movie, too. Watch Feast first and then Animal. They're very similar, but just make sure you haven't... If you have a weak stomach, don't watch it because you'll throw up. <laughs> watch a movie that'll make you throw up. Um, I also rewatched Extraterrestrial, which doesn't rate really high on Netflix, but it's a great alien movie. I'm always... You know, there's so many different types of horror movies. I'm always in the search of a great alien movie and a really great... Um, uh, Bigfoot movie. I love Alien and Bigfoot movies. I don't know why. I just maybe because I want to believe they're real. I just I want to believe that Bigfoot exists and I want to believe that aliens exist. So you should watch Extraterrestrial. It's a there's not many known actors in it. It's kind of just a random movie, but it's shot really well. Um, and since we're on the subject, I usually only recommend a couple movies, but since we're on the subject of Bigfoot, I may have recommended this movie already, and I'm pretty sure I have. But it's called exists uh and it's kind of shot it's a bigfoot movie and it's shot a la blair witch project so it's handy cam um if you're into that sort of you know paranormal activity 
cinematography where it's very raw guerrilla style shot with the camera that they're using. Um, so the camera is a character per se, the video camera, but it's really good. Exists. You should watch it. I, I recommended that to a bunch of my friends who are into these types of movies. Um, and yeah, so please send your recommendations to me at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com or any other things that you guys want to talk about. I look at, I read all of my, my, um, messages. I'm going to do some questions. My, uh, nosy portion, my nosy portion of the podcast where you guys can ask me whatever you want and I'll answer them. I'll answer as many as I can without it getting a little too crazy. Um, this comes from Roy Morris. Do guys ever look at you least than other girls because you're funny as hell, or do you care? Wow, Roy, are you high? That sentence was uh, choppy as shit. My mom would give your grammar a fucking big zero. Do guys ever look at you least than other girls because you're funny? I, I, I think you're asking me, do guys not talk to me because I'm funny? You know, and I have to, I'm going to answer your question. I don't really get a lot of dudes that hit on me, Roy. Um, and it, it may be because I'm funny. You know, I think you, I think your, your grammar and your English kind of sucks, but you have a point there. I see where you're getting at. Some dudes don't want, you know, maybe they feel insecure because of what I do, because I'm kind of in a power position as a stand-up comedian. Uh, but hey, if you're an attractive guy, you don't even have to be hot. Just be an attractive overall person. That's a decent person. Cause I'm not into dating assholes in my life anymore. I'm past that part of my life. So please come up to me and flirt with me. I'm single. Um, I do have a crush on somebody, but I'm still single. So, you know, just because I'm funny and I'm a comedian doesn't mean I don't want to be romanced by a fella. Um, Jimmy Mac Lens. Oh, you're adorable. Look at you, Jimmy Mac Lens. Who inspired you to be a comedian? Also, horrible spelling. Wow, you guys, everyone's drunk and high on, on Facebook. Who inspired you to be a comedian? Did I spell it the proper female designation? Here's the thing. You don't need to say comedian. For me, I'm a comic. I'm not a female comic. I'm not a, I'm just a comic. That's all I am. And who inspired me to become a comedian? I'm going to have to say um, uh, probably my father. He introduced me to comedy as, at a young age, and he was best friends with a comedian. I've talked about him before, Mike Goss, who's since passed away, R.I.P., um, but my, my father used to bring me to comedy shows when I was really young. And that's definitely one of the reasons, definitely very, um, influential for me to becoming a comedian. And that's why he, I usually like leave little messages, uh, his voicemails on this podcast because he's a big part of my life. And you know, my mom is as well, but she's more of a reserved, uh, respectful woman. My father's the pull my finger person, as you guys heard. Um, let's see. Aaron Durbin, what is your current jam? What song are you digging? I have to say, today on my way to a meeting, I was pumping out Rage Against the Machine. And I forgot how fucking good they were. Um, my, my, my Pandora kicked in a Rage Against the Machine song, and I was like, damn. So I'm, I'm kind of back into the Rage Against the Machine and digging all that music from that era. Um, Jason Newland asks... What's my favorite female comedian? Um, again, Jason, but I, I, you know, for the, for the sake of the question, growing up, I loved Joan Rivers. Um, and, you know, she's since passed away. I just bought her book, um, her latest book. I can't even think of the name of it. Let me see. Let me grab it. 
to put my microphone down. Sorry, guys. Her book is Diary of a Mad Diva. And it is a crazy-ass diary. <laughs> R.I.P. Joan Rivers, but she's one of my favorites. So uh, pick up that book if you guys like her crazy-ass humor. Um, Michael Tubiak, who has asked me questions before. Hey, Michael, thanks for coming back. What motivates me? What motivates you? That's what Michael asks me. You know what motivates me? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you're thinking about, you're talking about career. What motivates me to keep going is my family. I just want to succeed and have my, um, my parents and my father be able to witness certain milestones that I pass through in this career. I want to, so my family definitely motivates me. I want to be able to support them. I want to send my parents on vacation. I was fortunate enough to be able to take my mom to Napa for vacation um, last year and I'm able to fly them to come see me which is nice you know because they're not the richest of folk neither of my parents are rich people and they've both worked their asses off their entire lives so that's what motivates me my family to keep going to take care of them um and also for the possibility of me meeting Stamos one day how about that you guys thought you were going to get through a podcast with, without me saying Stamos? <laughs> Think again, bitches. Think again. Um, David Mara asks, why do birches be tripping? Everybody on Facebook, no one can spell. I think you meant bitches, David, or, or maybe you mean birches. Do you mean birches? Why do bitches be tripping? You know why? Because we can, motherfucker. Who runs the world? Girls. David Mara, why do birches be tripping? Because we can. Because we can, sucker. Um, yeah, in, the, uh, in the, the tone of me talking about my family motivating me, I thought it was appropriate to have my father, the flatulent hero, play another voicemail from him because he always leaves me voicemails. And he, he leaves me voicemails about movies that he thought sucked, which I think is hilarious. Not about the good ones. Because I am the same way as my father. I love shitty movies. And so he left me a voicemail about some shitty movie that he watched. I can't understand the title of it. It sounds like he's saying Earthquake. I have no idea. Um, but it's just, you know, it, he's just adorable when he leaves me these messages. Um, so I really appreciate you guys tuning in again to another Sharp Tongue podcast. Send me your messages, Sharp Tongue Podcast at Gmail. Hit me up on Facebook, Jesse May Peluso Comedian on my fan page. Like that. I post a lot of um, everything on my fan page, tour dates. Um, I, that's where I do my Q&A for this podcast. So if you have any questions you want to ask me, I try and get to as many as I can. And I'll try and answer as many as I can on the actual Facebook fan page. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, um, Snapchat. Stalk me in the grocery store aisles. Whatever you like, you know, come up and say hello. I might, I might respond back, you know, especially if you're a fireman or a lumberjack. <laughs> uh, I appreciate all your support. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Keep the dream alive. Hey, Dennis, Dad. Uh, I'm watching this movie called Earthquake. It's, it's, it's so bad, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know these people are getting killed. <laughs> Oh, I can't. How the fuck they make movies this bad? Oh, I just wanted to call you and tell you. Love you. Bye-bye. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.